0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jose de la Roca works here at KBC. Well, let's put it this way. (laughs) He gets paid here at KBC. Uh, So technically, he works here at KBC. Uh, but in addition to that, he's a uh, a new dad and a new author. He's written a book called How to Be a Dad Without a Dad, and it's a pleasure to welcome to this side of the microphone Jose De La Roca. Jose, well, how are you? Thank you guys for having me. Morning. My pleasure. Yeah, thank and, you. And thanks for writing a book. You've written—this is a very, very personal story. This is uh, the story of a young man yourself who didn't want to have kids. Mm-mm. Uh, and tell us why to tell the audience why you didn't want to have kids.
1: Well, cause uh, I had a rough childhood, so I didn't want him to. I didn't want to be the dad that my dad was. So I didn't want to ruin a child's life because I wasn't prepared to be a, a dad. You know, I didn't want to be a dad. I didn't want to. I thought that I was going to be my dad. I didn't want to be my dad. I didn't want to have to go through all that stuff. So I didn't want to be a dad at all. But it turned out that. You know, I became a dad and I'm trying to be a better dad than my dad.
0: Well, that's that's what's fascinating. you were scared of like what you would be if you you, because you didn't know like, oh, if I have a kid, I might be I might turn into my dad. That was exactly that was your role model. That was your experience of fatherhood was a negative experience.
1: Even though everybody always told me I was going to be a good dad for some reason. I always said, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to be a dad because I want I don't want to be my dad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so in an odd way, and I, I actually, well, you hear this a lot from people who, uh, who feel like their life began when they had kids, yeah. <laughs> like they had their life and then they, their children came along. And from the second they first laid eyes on their first child, they realized this is their actual
1: destiny. Yeah. Well, I actually say that my, li- my life ended when I had a kid because now I, everything I do is for him. Yeah. So I don't matter anymore, but everything that I do reflects on my son. So I just want to be a better person for my son and a better person as a role model for my son. So everything is for my son now. You
0: had a very uh, interesting, uh, there's a very interesting quote from the book. Uh, I'm just going to read it from the back a cover. My son is way too young to guess what he's going to uh, be in life. A couple months ago, my girlfriend said to me, he loves animals he's going to be a veterinarian. Then I said, he likes spoons, too. He's going to be a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> My number one job and responsibility in life is to be a dad, and I'm up for the challenge. Uh, and, and that is, it's like we can look, you know, it's impossible not to uh, look forward into where your kid's going to be, but sometimes it's better to pay attention to what's happening right now.
1: Yeah, so the the quote, that quote comes from a chapter that I say we shouldn't compare kids with other kids yes. or anybody because oh, everybody's yes. different. My mom used to compare uh, me with my with my other brother, so I always That's thought that he was too. smart and I was stupid. So uh. nowadays I just focus on him being two years old.
0: We're talking with uh, Jose de la Roca R O C A, and the book is called "How to Be a Dad Without a Dad." How can they get the
1: book? By the way, you could go to my website, uh, "How to Be a Dad Without a Dad." Uh, dot com. You could get it on Amazon, and you guys could follow me on Instagram at How to Be a Dad Without. A dad.
0: Now, let me ask you this question: uh, You uh, did not grow up to be a loser. You uh, you did not grow up to be a bad person. We know you. You're pretty smart. Uh, you're not stupid. And, and <laughs> you know you're good at what you do. Uh, you have friends. You have people who love you. You have people who like you. You have people who put up with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you run the gamut. Uh, do you have a different perspective on your own father now, or or do you still see him the same way that he was uh, was? Uh, because the the truth is is that you turned out okay.
1: Yeah. And I think that I I don't hold a grudge on anybody because everybody has their own problems. Everybody has a, a situation that nobody knows what they're going experiencing with. So I don't hold a grudge on my mom. I don't hold a grudge on my dad. I actually wrote him a letter, say hope he's better, hope he, you know, finds love in his life. I just don't want to communicate with them. But I do, uh, I don't hold a grudge on anybody because all the mistakes I did is because my own doing. I don't blame anybody for my mistakes. And all I want to do is actually, you know, become a better person.
0: Has your dad reached out to you?
1: No. It's been like, uh, I've been in the United States 18 years I think he called me once, and then I tried to. So reach... he's
0: not here in the U.S. Oh no. no, no. Okay. I okay. think it's
1: in my whole 35 years old. I think I that I remember I saw him like four times.
0: Oh yeah. Now, uh, Jose, when, uh, what uh, what moved you to put this in
1: book form? Well, first of all, I wanted to um, uh, share my experiences as a dad, and it turned out to be experiences as a. Childhood guy who, you know, his parents were alcoholics, how I overcame alcoholism myself. And it turned into uh, 100 pages of my life and hopefully helps anybody out there. Because if I was able to, you know, overcome my obstacles, anybody could do it.
0: Well, I think that I think that it's a great thing that you've done, because this is a this is a story that uh, is it Mm -hmm. it should resonate with so many people, so many people. Uh, I- including the aspect of forgiveness because you know there's an old cliche that says that when you hold a grudge what you're doing is you're giving a uh, free space a free rent in your head to somebody else and uh it, it it's it's like living with a poison in your brain and the, yes. the quicker you can get you could you should forgive people for your own benefit really mm-hmm. uh, frankly right. uh, gives you relief and and if you're going to break the cycle that you that you you were f- afraid of afraid that you would perpetuate by bringing a child into the world if you're going to break that cycle then you really do uh, the forgiveness is is, is critical yeah. because it's hard to raise a kid with a chip on your shoulder.
1: That was the first thing I did to overcome alcoholism. I started forgiving my dad. I started forgiving my mom. And, and I stopped blaming them for my mistakes, you know. How old is your son now? He's two and a half. He's going to be three in August.
0: What a great age. Yeah, he's in
1: the back. Is he? Cover. He's in yeah, the back cover, so We wait. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, listen, I, I can't uh, congratulate you enough. And thank you for sharing this with us. Jose De La Roca. Uh, Go check it out. And again, if you want to get a copy, go to uh, to howtobeadadwithoutadad.com. That's the website. And you can grab a copy of the book and uh, follow Jose on Instagram at howtobeadadwithoutadad. Jose, good luck with the book. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming in.
1: Everybody here at KFC. Thank you, guys. I love you, guys.